Today's pod is brought to you by Waterfront Comics, located at 609 Main Street, Sassoon City, California. Open every day from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. So if you're looking for a gift for an avid comic book reader or a collectible for a friend, come to Waterfront Comics. John is the guy to see. And if you can't come in person, no worries. Waterfront Comics does ship to home via their email, waterfrontcomics at gmail.com. Today's pod is also brought to you by Chosen One, a lifestyle brand of the nerd and famous, promoting academic hustle, street culture, and the geek life. Inspired by pop with a dash of retro goodness, Chosen One evolves with the future with a mission to provide a positive and empowering brand that flips the script for nerd kind. Check out their website at www.thechosenone.com, that's one with a W, to see their plethora of merchandise including hoodies, shirts, hats, and more. Available in men's, women's, and kids' sizes. Chosen One, the future of nerd kind. everybody this is james and marco and nabil and this is the movie pals podcast podcast number 47 today is kind of a different one we're just going to go into what we've been watching and then into our review of the new marvel film avengers endgame all right let's let's get into what we've been watching hey what you watching all right so let's uh let's find out what everybody's been doing besides avengers of course Nabil did not want to do this section, by the way. Really no, he did. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, we could have probably skipped it. But I'm anxious here. But it's okay. We we'll be, we'll it be really It's quick. not a bonus episode. It's a real episode. We've been watching other stuff, too, of course. We're not cutting corners here. No. Nope. Marco, what have you been watching? Just Marvel. That's it. I so, know, right? See, we're done now. <laughs> no, I'm just it's kidding. Kind of true, though. No, yeah. I, uh, I saw a new movie recently. I was able to squeeze one in. Um, I actually saw this one with James the other night and his brother, but I went to go see the new movie Long Long Shot. I was going to say The Long Shot, but there's it's no the shot, in, yeah. in the title, so it feels weird saying it that way. It but yeah, yeah, I saw Long Shot, which is the new rom-com directed by Jonathan Levine, who did 50-50 and the other comedy Snatched. So this one stars Seth Rogen as the character Fred Flarsky, and yeah, that's his real fucking name in the movie. <laughs> And Charlize Theron as Charlotte Field. So the movie is basically about a journalist, Fred Flarsky, who ends up becoming the speechwriter for uh, Secretary of the State Charlotte Field, played by Theron, who is now going to be running for the presidency. And it turns out that they knew each other in high school and Fred had a crush on her and him dealing with that crush while doing his job as a speech writer. So that's the gist of the plot without spoiling anything. I really enjoyed this movie. Like the trailer was funny and I know lately trailers have been sort of not accurate with their portrayal of movies, but this one actually uh, hit the nail on the head and really worked for me. Like I haven't laughed this much at a Seth Rogen movie, I think maybe since like Knocked Up. Cause I saw, uh, was it End of the World? I think that is the last one that he did. It's the one where the world is in. Yeah. Anyway, it was okay. It was funny. I laughed, but this one was much more enjoyable. Uh, the comedy seemed fresh. It, it wasn't all super Seth Rogen-y, so like all over the place. It, it seemed like to mesh well with the story. The overall story was very well. There was a lot of uh, 
current events that were mentioned in the movie, but I think it was interwoven very well into the story. Charlize Theron herself was really funny. I don't think I've seen her in a comedy before, so I thought that was kind of refreshing. And also, the uh, his name is escaping me right now, but the guy who plays his friend O'Shea in the movie. O'Shea Jackson Jr.? Yes. Oh, yeah. He was fire. He was just hilarious. He's like hilarious, every yeah. scene, he was a scene stealer. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I think that he was just the added bonus to this movie, but I, I recommend it. I say go see it. If you're a fan of Seth Rogen, if you want to see a nice, entertaining rom com that both you and your significant other will enjoy, like I, I liked it. I don't know about James. If you, uh, yeah. So if you were thinking this is going to be like a recap of like Knocked Up, where like a sloppy fat dude hooks up with like a smoke show. It's exactly that, actually. Is it really? Yes, it's exactly that. Pretty um, much. The, I would say the first half was a little slow for me on this one. It's funny because Seth Rogen, I don't think he's, he hasn't been in a big movie for about three or four years now. Yeah. So I don't know if he's been producing a lot, especially yeah. like TV shows and such like that, which is now. really cool. Yeah. But I, I don't know, maybe before I got burned out of Seth Rogen, because at first when this movie starts, I was like, oh, shit, here it is, Seth Rogen again. But then, truthfully, from about the halfway point to the end, it's I really enjoyed the movie. It has a really good message, too, about kind of sticking up for what you want to do compared to what other people think you should do. Yeah. Which is a really cool little message. And the chemistry between uh, Rogan and Theron are really, it's really well done. So that's their relationship cool. is believable. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I mean, I saw the trailers and I actually did find it interesting that I wanted yeah. to see it. I had no idea it came out this weekend, though. It does not. It is. It comes out next Friday. That is May 3rd. Oh, wow. That's right. We so, actually saw an early screening of it. Look yes. at that. You guys. Just you know, I, I keep saying it, guys. They don't call us the movie pals for nothing, okay? Oh, is that cinema? I guess movie I wasn't part of that. <laughs> no, it was in, it was in sack. Yeah. So it was a bit of a journey to see it, but thank you to my brother and my sister in law. Thank you, John. And we got to uh, meet up with them and catch that one. So that's pretty cool. What else have you been watching, Marco? Aside from that, I actually wasn't lying. I did do the Marvel movie marathon, like I did last year, and we talked about it in this pod. And I just want to say it had much more of an impact this time around than the first time. And the first time I did it, it was just in- completely incredible. But this time, I felt that it it was just twice as good. And I know James did it. I know we mentioned this before. But I got to say, I got to reiterate, if you get a chance to do this, do it. Because it really has a nice, solid payoff. And everything is nice and fresh in your mind, especially going to see Endgame, which we're going to review today. But I, uh, I can't... Uh, Recommended enough. And that's all I'm going to say about that because we've already talked about that so many times. But yeah. I did want to mention that I finished it and I saw 10 movies in five days and toughed it out and finished it in time right by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> but I did it. Put um, in the work. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, I also saw the uh, new episode of Game of Thrones, uh, season eight, episode two. Um, not going to spoil anything, but I'm just going to say that not much happens in this episode. Uh, it's heavy character focused. So a few surprises occur throughout the episode, but it's still enjoyable. There's no action, really. So if a lot of loose ends. Yeah, kind of, up. Exactly. Kind of, I would say kind of fan service-y. Yeah. Yes. It very, yeah, very much so. But I know a lot of people watch the show for the action and the violence and stuff like that. If that's what you're looking for in this episode, you're not going to find it. But it's still worth it, and it's a very powerful episode. And, and if you're all cut up, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't seen the show, then I highly recommend it. If you're into 
sci-fi fantasy. I think it's a very well-written show and especially got better as the creators were able to break away from the main story. That being said, that's all I've been watching and I'll have more for you guys next episode because it's been all Marvel, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, James, what have you been watching? So, it's not just the end of the, I guess, the Infinity Saga, but um, it was the end of the, one of my favorite shows, too, on TV, uh, Gotham, which is a Fox show that is, I mean, I've talked about it for the last two years, probably, here. Nice. I'm the only one that watched it, really, out of anybody here. It stars Ben McKenzie as um, Commissioner Gordon. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, it finally ended. It's five seasons in. This was a shortened final season, but it's nice because this final episode was a time jump which is really cool. So it jumped ahead 10 years. So we oh. finally get to see Batman and like the Joker and Riddler and Penguin in their full kind of glory, which nice. was really cool to see. And overall, I really have enjoyed this show for the last, God, five years, I guess. Five years. Half a decade of watching mm-hmm. the show. And it's kind of sad to see it go, but especially seeing this last episode, it would have been really cool to have a final season where everybody was older and actually in the roles that they're supposed to be in, in a way, because it was leading up to it. Kind of like last an epilogue five seasons. setup. Yeah. yeah, so it was cool. I really enjoyed that, though. The performances are really good in that show, and the reveal of Batman at the very end of it, it was fucking awesome. Like, worth the entire payoff of, like, all five seasons, because it's always, like, hinted at, you know? Right. Because Bruce Wayne is only, like, a He's teenager a and shit. Yeah. So, But in the second to last episode, he leaves, and that's kind of the plot of, like, Batman Begins and shit, you know, like. Him traveling the world and yeah, he literally leaves. He's yeah. like, I gotta leave, and it's his first time coming back, and he comes back, and he's fucking Batman. He's like, I am Batman. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, other than that, I saw a movie called <laughs> A Simple Favor. This was directed by Paul Feig, who did Ghostbusters in 2016, which apparently everybody fucking hated. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was okay. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I thought I it was cool. It was I liked it. No, I mean, I guess what I should we say reviewed is it. no one saw it. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> we did not review it in a bill that came out in 2016. Our podcast we brought it up. We brought it up. Spy in 2015, which I also saw in a bill, which I thought was hilarious. And then Bridesmaid in 2011, which I thought was overrated. Uh, this movie stars Anna Kendrick as Stephanie Smothers, uh, Blake Lively as Emily Nelson, and Henry Golding as Sean Townsend, which is a nice little. Because um, he's from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. From, I, I know he does other things, but it's kind of cool. Basically, this movie is kind of a thriller mystery. Nabil has seen it too. Anna Kendrick is a single mom that... It's kind of funny why she's a single mom, but not, <laughs> not really. It's kind of a comedy too, because Paul Feig is a, a comedic director normally, so this is kind of different. She befriends another mom from their school. Her name's Emily, played by Blake Lively. And Emily is kind of one of those ladies that is very direct. I don't, I mean, like, I'm not trying to be mean. I don't want to call her, like, a bitch, but she's kind of a bitch. She's, like, curses. She's the opposite of Emily, I mean, Stephanie. And the two somewhat become friends, but it's never really believable that they're friends. But she almost uses Stephanie. But then one day, Emily goes missing. And the mystery is, like, what happened to Emily? Like, that's what I'll say. Like, to try to keep it down. Like, there's a lot to this movie, but there's a lot lot of layers. Yeah, there's a lot of layers. There's a lot of dark kind of flashbacks too to like events that have happened in the past and not everybody is who they seem basically but i thought it was extremely well acted uh anna kendrick was really good in this movie yeah she's very believable she seems like that kind of genuine yeah genuine like uppity person and then Mm -hmm. blake Lively's characters this is like shut up and they're like this is how we do (laughs) shit yeah and because she comes from like a she's a pr rep for a fashion industry so she's she's, very cynical of the world yeah she i mean that's an understatement so their dynamics their dynamics and uh 
personalities work pretty well because they're pretty much opposites of each they other. They are opposites, but in a way, maybe Stephanie isn't as opposite as you think. Yeah. And it's slowly revealed that there's some pretty like deep stuff that's happened between her and like her past. Oh, okay. And I actually liked that whole kind of um, aspect of like how they reveal more about Stephanie and how Stephanie starts becoming Emily in a way as Emily is gone. But then there's something else going on on top of that. But uh, I know, Nabil, you didn't like it as much, though. What I think my problem was with it is that there was definitely some surprises. Yeah, it's just not, it just went in a direction I just couldn't anticipate and didn't know how I felt about it's it. It's wild as fuck the last yeah. 10 minutes, too, by it's, the way. It's like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about it. And when, you know, we say it's a dark comedy thriller, oh, like it's, it's dark. a dark oh, yeah. comedy. <laughs> There's <laughs> some questionable things that happen. Yeah. And you're like, what did they do to each other? <laughs> but it is well acted. I mean, this the scenes are shot well. Everything yeah. kind of the put together. The uh, husband of Blake Lively is uh, that same kind of yeah Henry Golding. From Henry Golding. He's, he's really from Crazy Rich Asians, like James said, and he's he's actually does really well in that film as well. Um, and you don't really know what his motivations are, to be honest, throughout the film. Yeah. So they 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 keep it pretty muddy on purpose too. Yeah. So, so you're constantly kind of guess, even when you think you know what's going on, and then it takes a turn. And you're like, never mind. Yep, I didn't think that happened. And so then, I think the pacing of it, uh, the pacing of it for me worked. So yeah, that's why I enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and then on top of that, I'm just gonna keep it brief here. I guess we're all just kind of keeping brief today. Two mentions, quick mentions. I'm still watching Cloak and Dagger, so just uh, watched episode five. Show's progressing along quite well. That's season two, right? Season two, yes. Right. Um, so I would highly recommend any Marvel fans to check this one out as well. There's a development between the two main characters of uh, Tandy and Ty right now that's really cool, actually. So they're, they're every episode ends in a cliffhanger, too. So it's kind of nice. Every week, I'm like, I wonder what's going to happen. And I also started Cobra Kai season two on YouTube Premium. Can't wait for that. So um, this is direct. It literally begins right as the first season ends. So I would highly recommend you watch the first season. Obviously, don't just jump to season two. That's that's weird. Oh wait, I know Karate Kid though. It should be fine. No, I was like, <laughs> I, I love starting second or there's, third. There's season. a there's a whole bunch of story arcs in the first season that actually have a great payoff. Yeah. So, yeah. so I would say that so far I've watched the first two episodes, and I'm probably gonna knock it out within a week or so. It's one of those so shows. you think it's, it's an it's improvement really on the first season too? It's, it's interesting because of the channel, you know, the or the app that it's on. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think that it's definitely improved and it's a, a pretty good successor to the the film series as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. I'm, it's fun. I'm the characters, James. the characters are fun. Um, it's a it's very hammy sometimes yeah. and kind of especially. I don't know if it's just maybe this season two particularly, but they they do a lot of callbacks to the first movie. They were like in the first ten minutes of the movie. It's very self aware. Yeah, this one is even a I would say a little more self aware than the last season because they were like, "Fuck it, people like this. It's, it's a nostalgia it. kind of thing." Yeah. So if I'm gonna have this guy wax the shit out of the car, I'm gonna wax the shit out of the car. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I get it, you know. But the characters are really cool. I like the characters and the story. It they're only like thirty minutes each too. Oh, I didn't know. They're really easy to uh-huh. knock out. Like you can knock it out in two days if you want to. Last time I killed it out in like a week or something. You know. So that's about how long it took me. Yeah. So, that's what I'm gonna watch next week. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much what I've been watching though. What about you, Nabil? Uh, as always, watching weird and different things. Never, uh, never something that's mainstream. If you didn't, we wouldn't. You know. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. 
It wouldn't be another episode. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel special. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched that uh, interesting, very short one-hour film by uh, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. Guava Island, that um, came yes. out this year on mm. Amazon Prime. Uh, also stars Rihanna. I'll tell you the premise, as, as it says in IMDb, and it tells you nothing. A young musician seeks to hold a <laughs> festival to liberate the oppressed people of Guava Island, even if only for a day. Nice. Yeah. This is just a long-ass music video. I, you know what it reminded me of? And you know, people may not be so excited to hear this anymore, but it reminded me of the Michael Jackson Thriller video, where it's just a very long music video. Yeah. Um, but it's also kind of a film. That's pretty That's cool. what it is. And it's, it is pretty neat. He puts a story in with his last three singles, which I don't think ever came out as an album yet. Um, which is This Is America, Summertime Magic, Feels Like Summer. Yeah. Um, all three of those songs, he finds a way to kind of weave it into um, the the movie. How um, was Rihanna? Rihanna actually didn't have that big of a part. She had a bigger part at the end. She's she's kind of like his she's a terrible wife actress. or girlfriend or something. She wasn't bad. I didn't think she was a bad actress. I will say it's a very... I, I enjoyed it. It was an interesting premise. It's very artistic. Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Grover, is very uh, goofy. You know, like, because you want to take him seriously, but like, if you've seen his music videos, he kind of dances and acts a little funny at the same time. There's with purpose, but I feel like it kind of throws away a little bit of the tone of what he's trying to go for. And it's really just about making change for people is kind of what his message is and saying that you can do what you want if you take your future into your own hands kind of thing. Um, So it's an interesting story. There's there's a little twist at the end. Yeah, there's a little twist at the ending and... It's it's kind of predictable to be honest, but not but it's still very somber. You you enjoy the character. He gives you enough time to develop with his character, um, because that's really the and focus. Even on less it. than an hour too. So. Yeah, and it's only an hour. It's set in this little Cuban or uh, little island, I think, off of Cuba. Is really where it is. Um, it's the Caribbean. Yeah, in the, the Caribbean. Caribbean. So it's not. It's directed by um, uh, the Japanese guy that does a lot of the Atlanta episodes, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth a watch if you're into if you're into his music. Um, he. he Changes it up a little bit, makes it adapt with it in good ways. It's actually kind of fun uh, to see him sing and how they kind of blend it into the the film. Um, and it's just it's it's shot um, kind of four by three aspect in ratio. 4K? No, no, not in four K. It's it's four by three, very artistically shot, kind of grainy. It's very different on how he did it, but yeah, it kind of gave it an old like nineties eighties vibe in that film. Um, that screams the Caribbean. Yeah. Steel drums. It really and does. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, so it's it's just different. If you're kind of trying to find something. Um, unique to watch mm-hmm. and with some kind of recognition that you can feel a little bit of comfort in i definitely recommend watching and it's it. only an hour long it's only an hour long so. doesn't take too long oh, and I it's on amazon prime okay yeah and the show i've been watching i think i've mentioned it a couple of times i know james is uh is aware um you know he's big car fan we're, we're car fans on some of those racing shows. yeah i don't first of all, i don't know a lot about cars yeah. but i can appreciate <laughs> cars yeah like you could tell me some mechanical shit i'm like i have no idea sir well, that, that's what's really good about this next show. Uh, it's on Netflix called Formula One Drive to Survive. Um, there's a lot of little Formula One documentary vignettes that they show on like Amazon and on Netflix. Um, and they kind of focus mostly on specific racing teams like Mercedes, McLaren, Ferrari. And you just kind of figure out what they did that season. This show is pretty neat because um, the series doesn't focus on those big players. Um, it focuses on everybody. Um, and what's great about it is that you don't need to know much about racing to actually want to watch this and enjoy it. Um, you get to see the entire 2018 championship uh, year played That's out. Cool. 
um, and they do it each episode, it's 10 episodes uh, for the season, and I'm sure they'll do another season, it looks like. Um, you get to know about the different drivers, the cars, the teams, and all the little dirty details and drama that they have between each other's teams. Um, gives you kind of a good story of them wanting to compete and be winners, but also um, the passion they have behind it and the reasons they kind of, some of the drivers got into the racing. And you feel kind of vested in, in the team for each, because they go through each episode as the next race. Oh, that's pretty cool. So How long are you, the, are they like an hour each? They're about like 45 minutes to an hour, depending. Yeah. Nice. Um, and you spend a lot of good time with it. Uh, really good cinematics. You really feel like you're there, a part of the team. You know, you some some of the scenes that they show of the drivers, and you're just kind of hearing them talk and seeing it, and it's like really intense because you. I don't know if any if anybody actually watches the races, you might come familiar saying, "Oh, this accident happened," and they show you from the perspective of the team what happened, and it just adds that much more to it. It's really fun. It's it's again a, a really kind of good sporting uh, show, but it's not just about the cars. It's about everything that it takes to make like an F one. Uh, race happens happen and what it takes to kind of build that team and what happens every time somebody loses because that's just another setback and it makes it harder and harder each year for them to survive uh, and make it through each you know championship or each uh, tournament so yeah i think it's worth a watch if even if you're not a big fan of racing you appreciate the storytelling and what they go through and again it's only like 10 episodes on mm-hmm. netflix so i'll probably check it yeah. out all right guys so what you've been waiting for uh let's get into our review now of avengers endgame Heroes. It's an old-fashioned notion. A visionary, a genius, ensuring freedom around the globe. A symbol to the nation. A hero to the world. The beacon of hope, shining out across the stars. I look around at us, you know what I see? A bunch of a-holes. Possibility. You think you know how the world works? The world is changing. Okay, so the IMDb description here is after the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to undo Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe. This is directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, who uh, directed Captain America the Winter Soldier in 2014, Captain America Civil War in 2016, and Avengers Infinity War in 2018. Uh, I mean, it stars a ton of people. I'm not going to go over that. And uh, this is a little different this time around, too, guys. We're not actually going to have, like, a normal non-spoiler section. It's kind of too hard to talk about this yeah. without having some mentions of spoilers. So if you haven't seen this, I'm assuming the only reason you're listening to this is because you've already watched it. Because this is one of those movies you don't want to get ruined for yourself. I would say stop right now and yeah, come want... back to us. Definitely don't this. listen to us until after you've seen this movie. Yeah, so, I mean, not even a spoiler. Just let you know, we this entire review is a spoiler section, so... Obviously, we're all yay in this one as well. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know if you guys have heard our anticipation of this on social media is leading up to as well. I mean, Marcos had some very questionable comments, though, so I don't know. Yeah, how this is going to be kind of a pretty... This you is a me. lot of things we want to talk about <laughs> leading into it and seeing, like, what... It's going to be more of a discussion, a little less formal on this one. I'm going to try this out and see how it works out, too. So, guys, uh, 
was what overall i know we all liked it tell me what your overall like first reaction was to it after it ended uh marco this movie left me awestruck that's probably the best way for me to describe it because i just had this whole feeling of fulfillment leaving the theater yeah um especially like i mentioned earlier in the pod watching all 21 films leading up to this had a greater impact and the fact that this film answered to those films as best as it could in a three-hour runtime, I just thought that it was overall just a fun, exciting experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What about you, Neville? Yeah, I I got a lot of closure out of it, at least out of the six core characters. Um, Yeah. The the main Avengers just... They they spent so much time in this film on the characters, um, and it's really not as action heavy as you would have expected compared to like the last film. Um, not until just a couple scenes and then the big scene, but really, yeah, it's character focused, and um, I really like that. They slowed it down. You got to spend time with them um, before you know it finally ended, and that I think was my my biggest takeaway from that. Yeah, uh, I agree with you guys too. This is one of those films that. It's going to be hard to top something like this, but I mean, if anyone can do it, maybe Disney can, but it's been the last 11 years of these Marvel films that it's just like the closure of definitely a few characters as well. Yeah. I'm still acting like we can't do spoilers. I mean, this is definitely the closure of like Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, all that shit, right? Yeah. So it's also, I, I mean, I watched all the movies too, and it was a really cool payoff to see them like... This is how it's evolved to. It kind of bummed me out a little bit near the end because I was like, Same. as much as I don't want it, I mean, I get it. You don't want we it. Couldn't, to end. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want Captain America to get old and shit. Mm. And then I was like, man, fuck, Tony dies. And then I was like, what else are they going to fucking do to me? It's and, very bittersweet, right? Like, you're you're glad that they pulled off like it's the like biggest a, achievement or one of the biggest achievements in yeah, cinema. Especially and, connecting all these movies. That's pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. And it was almost like at the end, I was like, damn, I feel like I just went to a fucking funeral. <laughs> like they're all in a better place now, but no. deep down inside, I'm gonna miss them. But I still think that the MCU is in good hands, though. I think, which we'll talk about, and yeah. the future kind of people that are gonna be taking over. It's just, it's such an iconic role of Iron Man and Captain America, especially. I'd say yeah. that, that I think is really where my concern is leading to the next films. Like you, you've got these two characters that really like uh, anchor. This is the like film. Batman, Superman, yeah. kind of shit, right? Like they anchor the yeah. film, they anchor the story. Yeah. They're the central of it, centralized on everything, and now they're gone, as far as we know. And it's it's hard to just imagine how they're going to take things next because you and look it, at it like it's that's, not just them too. Because I mean, obviously, Black Widow died. Yeah. The Hulk was severely injured and even Mark Ruffalo said he's done playing the Hulk. He's made that announcement already. So it's it, it's a it's a send-off to all the original 6 and also a welcoming to the new players like Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and Hawkeye. The Winter Soldier is still going to stick around cuz I think he's got 3 movies in his contract. TV left. show too regardless. Yeah. But it's it's just so sad that in lot, it feels like we've grew up with these characters even though they only came out like 11 10 years ago we were I mean, men back then yeah it's it's <laughs> here's a question we've Marco. learned to love them and know them in the last 10 years it's hard to see them go and the marvel universe move on without them it's do you think they so would tough. ever um since the hulk is primarily cg they could probably recast that role yeah 
I yeah, can see that happening. That's true. I, I wouldn't be funny. shocked if they did. I mean, they did it for the Red Skull, and they got a voice that's, impersonator. That's they could I get mean. the that same guy could impersonate the Hulk. That guy's really good. Yeah, well, he's and the Walking Dead. I was like, and I think it was smart of them to have him merge as Professor Hulk in the movie. I think it actually was because yeah, I see where you're going with that. I yeah, I probably come back. Because he didn't leave at the end. He's like, no, I'm hanging out with homies. Yeah. Yeah. It just may not be Mark Ruffalo. Maybe but Ed I Norton comes back. And since he's injured, it'll just be a cameo, too. He Edward could be. Norton. He's like, I'm back. <laughs> he could just be a supporting <laughs> member of the team, just, you know, doing well, now the that tech he's, stuff. He's because like, he'll take over yeah. Tony's role. Yeah. Kind of, right? Or they yeah, find another smart guy. ass dude. I mean, yeah. Hank Pym is still alive. So they're like, we've I mean, got plenty barely. of geniuses in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, because we know Scott Lang's a fucking you got, moron. You got Pete Parker. It's I'm just kidding. Scott Lang seemed to get really smart in this movie. I mean, he knows stuff. I, he, he does know stuff. Yeah. He does. Hey, he does have I mean, he's a, not, a master's in electrical he's not engineering. Tony Stark, guys. but Come on. he knows. No, stuff. and I, I liked how but, convenient it was that Tony basically is like, "I just figured out time travel yeah. on like, my off just like night. that." Yeah, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> but um, even still, I like the the obscure moments that the movie chose to recall. Oh, like yeah. Thor: The Dark World of all movies, the least favorite it, Thor yeah, movie. Yeah, but that is the one where he's involved in Infinity Stone directly. That's yeah. true. That's true. They but, could have done a couple different ones, but that was the one with. That's when it was on Earth, kind of shit. So. Yeah. Or Asgard, sorry. Yeah. Because they were trying to keep the times all together too. Yeah. I mean, they did really good. Um, trying to piece it all together that way and, and keep keep it consistent. Is there any other series? This is this is this is. I like told you this is casual, but. Is there any other series of movies that have ever done this to you guys where you felt bad because you knew it was like that person's last movie? There's one in particular for me. I... It happens to me every time with James Bond films. When that's the last Bond film? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a very big James Bond fan. I don't know if you guys realize, but no. we share the same name. And my, it's something with uh, that's my the connection. <laughs> that's why he loves it. He's I like, almost... his name's James. Well, my, it's a movie that I always watch with my dad, too. So. Because his name is James as well, so I, I don't know why. Maybe that's why we knew it. But even um, knowing that Daniel Craig's last film is this Bond coming up, I get the same kind of feeling where I'm like, man, I've been watching this guy, been James Bond since 2006 at this point, yeah, and that saddens me. Like this is his last one, but like, but once again, so it's the films like like you get it, like this is it. They have to. There, it's either age, or it's even on top of that, it's just like. You have to move on to another new blood. Very much like the Avengers are going to be moving on to the new age of people. True. So it's something to look forward to, but it still gives you that bittersweet kind of uh, feeling like Marco's saying. I'd say the only time I ever felt remotely close to this was the end of The Dark Knight Rises, knowing that, that too. Christian Bale Same would here. now come back as Batman. And I saw him iconically as Batman and couldn't see Especially when they hinted, I was like, is there more maybe with Robin? Yeah. By the way, spoiler I mean, alert for Batman. Sorry, guys. Yeah. If you haven't seen Batman by now, like I'm sorry, years. but I'm just, or the, the I'm sorry, the Dark Knight trilogy. It's, Someone it's, listening right now is like these motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like the ending to this series though, or the Infinity Saga, it, it, it is exponentially larger than oh, yeah. than what it was oh, yeah. for that. I mean, I never thought I'd ever feel anything like that again, and then it happens this time around. And I'm like, holy shit! Like, it's just inexplicable inexplicable like the feeling that it, it leaves you with it's a strange part. feeling though how, friends about how it movies can affect us that way um yeah, the only other one i'd say Nabil before is probably like the fast and furious movie when we knew oh, like it was yeah. paul walker's last paul film walker. that like personally got to me too because it was it was really touching in that people, moment yes yeah. um mine was actually logan though just seeing like Hugh jackman was out yeah and, like, see yeah. marvel really just like killing that. all our goddamn yeah. people wow. off that's really true like too actually yeah 
Especially, you know, I, but I always, I always still have this feeling in the that back he of might my come head. Back, but I don't think I was he's like, maybe to. he's coming back. I was like, True. yeah. See, I love for that too. I'm like, well, if Marvel buys it, maybe he'll come back, and we'll get to see him one more time. But then, like, he's doing his show now. I was like, fuck, he's not coming yeah, back. <laughs> the Greatest Showman did way too well. Fuck. <laughs> now he's doing his one man show on Broadway. Yeah. Damn, he's just getting money. better and better at dancing. Uh, guys, <laughs> what's your favorite part of the movie? Oh God! There's a couple I liked. Man, uh, yeah, tell me the is. moment that you absolutely would will remember this one by. Uh, I will have to say when Captain America grabs uh, Milner, yeah. and where you yeah. you see that it looks like Thor's reaching out for Milner, and Milner comes comes flies past Such him, a and good Captain America grabs it. Because you, you're just wondering, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And they do. I didn't think they would. I did yeah. not see that coming. And you know what? Call it fan service. I don't care. Call it predictable. It, the fact that I actually did it I left me floored. I was juiced. And I screamed so loud in the theater, just like everyone else, or at least like the majority of the theater, because it was in, an incredible moment. And if I got to think of one iconic moment, I mean, there's many others. But that one really stuck out the most because I couldn't believe it with my own eyes. Right. Mine, honestly, was at the very end when Iron Man had magically taken the stones away from the gauntlet. So he had a quick release, yeah, apparently. Really, yeah, and when he, right before he snapped his fingers, he just stopped and looked at him and said, I'm Iron Man. I was like, it caught me. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah dude. I mean, I knew hard. he was going to say it, yeah. but I was like, damn, dude. Really yeah. cool one. Um, God, there's too many to even name in this movie. Because, I mean, I really did enjoy even them going back to the old films, which is yeah, really cool. Because cool. then you see kind of a so different awesome. perspective. Mm-hmm. You get to see how they connect and, and go on to the next even movies. Even the Avengers one, like, okay, we can stop posing now. I'm like, because they literally are yeah. posing in that one. It's yeah. kind of corny. It's like, oh, okay, I get They're it. They're super self-aware of themselves. It's great. Um, I would say I really the funeral scene was probably was really touching because they yeah. go and you, you see kind of the remaining teams and who's left. And it kind of shows you even like characters from like the kid from uh iron man 3 is there yeah. he's like 20 yeah. now general ross is back there too randomly silent i mean, he's I mean really what i don't know if don't nick know. fury and they, they could, they, were cg'd in they, they didn't say a single word super, yeah nick fury seriously didn't have a single Couldn't word in this movie. for the line i don't think samuel L. jackson did it he's probably right. like i don't give a fuck Which, you know real quick on the kid i thought it would have been really cool if he would have been dropping a bouquet of flowers on stoney's casket or something and a note would have said your friend the kid and kind of loop it around to your friend, the mechanic, yeah, from Iron Man Three. I from I like, from the internet, most people do not remember this kid. No. That's why they would have just been even more confusing. Mm-hmm. So I think <sighs> it made sense. But I one side thing I said, uh, Captain America finally says Avengers Assemble. Yeah, well, just I'm like, God, was, when, dude, whenever right. when the crew shows up at the end, I was like goosebumps. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. When uh, when uh, Sam Wilson Falcon says on your left i was like oh shit yeah. calling back to winter soldier it's a head cap it's just mm-hmm. me uh i'd have to say another really great moment is when tony stark looks at dr strange and dr strange just he's like one he gives him the one chance the, the, you got one, the chance. one thing and it's it's sort of he like knows a, too like it's a duality like, because it's sort of like it's the one chance and they both know what he has to do it's like yeah. You have to snap your fingers. I'd have been like, "Come on, Hulk, I just do like, the arm, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he would. You know like, he's gonna heal. Guys, he's um, fine. I think he will. Right? Yeah. He looked fucked up though. He did though. I felt bad. I, I, I was know. like, "Is he gonna die?" I don't think he can heal from that. Because oh, right. even Thanos couldn't. 
And he's stronger but than Hulk. I think Hulk is regenerates, he, though, because he's like that the gamma race. Isn't he Hulk the, the greatest? He beat, he, he beat he gets, the shit out of him in right, Infinity War. Right, but he gets stronger yeah, after but that's every when fight, he was, he was Bruce Banner, Professor Hulk is supposed to be the ultimate like version of it, so God only knows how that would have went that's true. toe-to-toe. That's back when he was still having like trust issues with himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That was Performance hilarious, issues. by the way, when they roll up and Hulk's just like, hey, you want to take a picture <laughs> with Ant-Man? That, that went <laughs> out like, way too long, and I loved it. I don't want to take a fucking picture. He's like, take your goddamn phone. Yeah. <laughs> the kids are like, well, we'll take one, like a like a pity one. Yeah. I was it's like, like, the moment's over. It's like, yeah, he's like, now we're fine. fine. They then want to. The Hulk's like, look, he said, he's like, that kid's literally saying no. Yeah. <laughs> the kid's like, nah, I'm good. Who the fuck are you, dude? So, th- thoughts on the time travel aspects. I want to bring this up, guys. So, did this actually change things, or does this create more universes in a way? Kind of DC-like. I think it changed a few things. Um, I think, <laughs> and I know we'll talk about it a little bit, but I think it helps lead into some of the series that they're going to be putting on Disney Plus. Like um, Loki takes the Tesseract, disappears. Yeah. I'm assuming that he's, he's like, going to be on that adventure. Loki. So he's it's like, not technically the original I get my show. Uh, but also, I think the one thing is like Gamora. Um, the they yeah. have the current Gamora is you know dead. gone from the Soul Stone. Really dead. Yeah. So they have the past Gamora there, and I don't think she got. Uh, snapping she did away, not they, you know? they show that so, she disappears enough. yeah so she's that's going to change things up for the guardians of the galaxy 3 um when that comes out so they, i think they've definitely made some changes my question is like did, did cap going back in time then and like marrying peggy did that affect right that, that's I the think. running that question right now amongst everybody because they established their own rules and the rules are you can't change anything because it'll have drastic changes or consequences to okay. their current universe and it makes me wonder, is that how they're going to introduce the mutants? Is that how later on know, they're going to be like, well, remember Cap didn't, you know, come back immediately. He went and fucked, you know, yeah. Agent Carter. So, yeah. which essentially, d- d- does that mean, I mean Cap her, murdered kids, all yeah. of Peggy's kids, like, kids yeah, and family? Dude, she had family Or too. was he always the husband because the husband was never mentioned? I was thinking the same thing too. Maybe he was always, him. maybe old Captain America actually was always around. Yeah, Maybe. and yeah. he just he knew that was the time he needed to go back to that very moment to be like, hey, oh yeah, that's yeah. the only thing I can see. And he just because technically we never see how Peggy's husband looks like, right. similar to how Doc Brown knew to meet Marty oh. at the train tracks, man. <laughs> just yeah, guys, as we know <laughs> now, back to the future back was to all future's shit. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. don't blame. Uh, but it, it was interesting how they handled time travel in this, and I like how it established how multiple realities would open up if one change happened or another. So it didn't make the time travel as easy as it sounded because everybody thought it was going to be like something cheap. Oh, it's going to be cheap. They're going to go back in time and change things. But there were I thought they were going to go back to, to the five-year period where they right. would go back and be well, like, that was, oh. that was another Tony good thing like, that they we, did. We're bringing them here. And exactly like, where oh, they left okay. off, yeah. And yeah, so that was which cool too. left true consequences, which I yeah. liked. Because yeah. all those, like I kept telling James, like all those people lost five years, even though it was in an instant. When like it was one, from one second to another. It's like blinking your eyes and it's going from here five, I think five years point, in the future because you're you also up. affecting people that stayed for the five years you yep. gotta change everybody's older through. supposedly yeah you I can't mean, just like do that man's daughter aged 20 years but i, I mean, mean we're just <laughs> when he a kid you know like he wanted to make sure he remembered that life and that kid was still there he doesn't want to yeah. change wouldn't up you would you guys i'd be down for that shit if yeah. like you can blink it five I'm, years uh, past and you stay your same age i'm like go for it hawkeye's yeah. kids all of a sudden they I come back 14, and they're freaking their dad's a mass murderer you know i mean yeah he was killing yeah. uh you he's know he's bad guys shit. i mean he's, he's doing I mean, he's killing bad guys but uh 
I mean, he was the Punisher. He was the Punisher, yeah. 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 Yes, he was the Punisher. But I was like, okay, I guess. That's kind of, well, that's kind of what happens to Ronin from what I read about in the comics, too. He goes off and kills Momentarily. People. It's a temporary thing. He yeah. goes back. So. I mean, he just needed a reason to come back. He Hope. was definitely a lot more badass. Which, movie. really quick, going back to the beginning of the movie, because the beginning of the movie is Hawkeye teaching his daughter how to shoot, and then his family yeah. disappears. I liked that, and I thought it was cool, and I knew it was coming. But why did part of me also want him to kind of react to it? Because it's sort of like he Should turns around and somebody disappears. But then, then he turns back around, and then someone disappears behind him, and he's like, "Wait, where'd everyone y'all, go? Y'all playing hide and seek with me?" Yeah, I wanted him to kind of like react and lose his shit, kind of. I don't know. I mean, you see it through his actions, and then like Natasha's definitely disturbed by the report she's hearing about him too. Yeah. So they do a lot more showing of it than telling, which is kind of yeah. nice. That's true. Um. So let's get into those deaths, though. Death of Iron Man, guys. That was brutal as hell. It was. Man, that was. That's the only time I almost got choked up. I was like, "Oh shit!" Because I mean. Got started it all started with Iron Man, Tony Stark, and you know you see him sacrifice it all a bit, basically to save the entire universe. Yeah, and that with the same line too is how he mm-hmm. entered the whole MCU, and that's how he exits it with saying, "I am Iron Man." Yeah, that was and awesome. It, yeah, it it was like watching one of my favorite people just die. It's like an me. uncle died. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah, I mean, it really hurt, and I say that was probably the. Th- Third moment I choked up in the movie. There were three moments I could tell you all three, but that was first definitely one was one seeing of them. Fat Thor. What was the other two? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was the best, the uh, best running joke. We got to get, we got to get back to that one. Yeah. But um, no, I, I'd say the first one was uh, Thor saying bye to Frigga because he never got to say goodbye to his mom in Thor: The Dark World, and then Tony Stark saying goodbye to his dad because yeah. he never got to say goodbye him too. And, 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 and I'm just saying, it's pretty close to heart, so that's why those moments really got to me. But yeah, saying bye to, to Tony myself, basically, the little kid in me was like, no, don't go. Yeah. And I'm like, he's coming back, right? They're not going to kill him. Disney doesn't have the balls. No, it looks like they I actually... knew one of them would die. I thought oh, Captain yeah. America going to die. I I didn't, no, bad. see, I didn't think they would have the guts to do it. I thought it was Captain America. When he went one-on-one, his shield got fucked up. I said, well, here we go. This is it. Because in it. the comics, that's how it was, right? Yep. His shield broke, and then um, Thanos kills him. Yeah, but right then after. they reverse everything because in true. the Infinity oh, War, no, no one dies in Infinity War. Yeah, everybody comes back. They go right back to where they were. Like, never mind. Thanos helps them out at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I remember that. Because then uh, yeah. Nebula is the one that goes Truthfully, crazy this I mean, this might go against people of the comic book, but kind of a drawn-out story. What the Infinity comic book version for? Oh Infinity yeah, War? going yeah. on a bit too it long. A bit long. Yeah, it's quite a but few. But that's issues. always the comic arcs. Yeah, they just give you too much, especially the older ones. I'd say mm. they don't quite understand that pacing like we do nowadays. <laughs> but that's just me. But, that's just me, guys. Uh, but no, in, in the end, I'm I'm glad they did kill someone. Iconic. Well, they killed two people. They killed really. the two Black people. Widow. The contracts were definitely up. Yeah. Uh. So obviously, you know, Black Widow is going to be a, a prequel. But anyway. Yeah. Um, or but, she comes back. I don't know. We'll see. Knows, what, what, but I'm what, pretty sure it's a prequel. What about you, Nabil? How did what, what did you think of Tony's death? Oh yeah, I mean that was the biggest thing. I think uh, I, I heard him weeping. Yeah, too he's, crazy. he's crying right now. Hold on, put put it on pause, bro. He's crying right now. Yeah, there was tears. Uh, <laughs> was there? There was like a couple tears. Yeah, I w- I almost got there when Pepper was like, "We're gonna." She was telling him we're gonna be okay. I was like, "Fuck." You know what got me though? It was it's because it was reversed. 
when Peter Parker was coming up to Tony because they gave oh, they man. had the hug. Yeah, dude, their their um their the chemistry, chemistry together is incredible, yeah. and that's the reason why Tom Holland he he screen tested with Robert Downey. I Jr. mean, that's his Uncle Ben in this series, basically. basically. You know. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. And when he sees him dying, and he he's like, "I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. what can I do?" And he's like. Nothing, dude. Yeah, and he's, the last person he sees is Pepper, which I thought was appropriate. But I think, and even just besides the whole character arc of, of Iron Man, what really, I think, sold it for me was because he got to live five years living the life that he had always dreamed of having and didn't think he could have. You know, yeah. being married, having a kid. Mm -hmm. And you actually see the relationship and you think that that's a really good relationship between I him kept and thinking daughter. that... It was going to be where, like, okay, Tony, we can reverse it, but you're going to lose everything, and Tony was going to stay in that timeline. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, what see, I that's what I too. thought was going to happen is that it would undo the last five years. So yeah, everything that everybody too. had established would be gone, including Morgan, his daughter. People would be like, oh, yeah. but you're going to bring billions of people back, but in the turn, but, you're going to lose your daughter. And but I, be like, I, in it. turn, like, I was talking about this with my brother last night, too, and we were talking about how we liked how it turned out anyway, because it was totally opposite of how Thanos did it in infinity war with snapping his fingers thanos had to destroy life had to take a daughter versus tony created life and ex and sacrificed himself rather than his, his own arm. daughter in order to achieve what he did and it, yeah. it gave him an incredible arc yeah. the fact and that he'd been yeah teetering with death the past 11 years i thought was and great he did do the genocide of an entire species too to yeah. get there yeah he did Goodbye, Thanos, and all your crew. The Ch Chitari and the Chitari are all gone. Well, Those yeah, they left no choice. Those guys were not going to stop. They were not. You tell me, stop. one of those worm creatures couldn't be tamed? Apparently I would have rode that bitch all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Never-ending story style. Yeah, dude, I'd be like, yeah, fucking fist up. I was what like, about no one's going to ride one of them. What about your thoughts on uh, Iron Man? Same thing with you, man. I got choked up. It's one of those things where I was like, I. I, could, I, I It would have been cool to see him still around as a cameo. I thought that maybe what they'd do. I still think he's going to show up somehow in these movies, guys. I think so, too. As like, a hologram. Or I, like, hey, yeah. It's me, Tony, yeah. still. I put my AI. I'm like, ah, shit. He's or who's, who's, yeah, who's to tell he didn't do another recording other than the goodbye? I'm pretty sure Spider-Man's going to uncover something in this next movie or his last oh, one. Yeah. He's going to yeah. be like, oh, Tony left me this journal of some suit. shit. Happy also talking to Morgan and saying that her Jeez. dad loved cheeseburgers, yeah, too. I was like... Cool. Mm. I liked seeing John Favreau there because he's the one that started this off too. Yeah, being yep. there at the end, I was like, "That's really that, cool." I thought the same thing that they gave him a good time. They really Just a, did. You know, you got to sit with him for a little bit, and I was like, "That's really cool." Since like, he did Happy die then, I guess. Right, he must have disappeared. Also, I was like, "Man, we made a big deal out of fucking Okoye, right?" And she was barely in the movie. Yeah. And then Wong, I was like, "Damn, Wong." I mean, he's cool, but once again, right? And then what? I mean, I know we're skipping around, but like I said, it's casual talk. And then Captain Marvel, not too much in this movie at all. She's I, in it like 15 minutes. Yeah. And they made a big deal like she's going to kick Thanos' ass. And I was like, but she's not around. Well, it's what all. I was like telling you, James, from that they filmed this movie before they did even had a script for Captain Marvel. Yeah. So they didn't really know what to do with her. They finished her scenes a month before she started filming. Yeah. So they had a script. But um, I mean, I liked what they showed of her in this one. She seemed more formidable in this movie than in her own song. Yeah. Was, I mean, a lot of reviews are saying with that, that too. But she also did not have as much character she did in her own movie she's no. a lot more likable in her but own i kind of like that when they showed her in this film that she didn't have like you were expecting her to just like destroy everything and take on thanos yeah. and she oh, had her moment she was gonna be the do ex machina but they but it was a red herring really yeah because like at the end of the day it was she couldn't do it it, she got it had to out. be the original avengers yeah especially like the she, beginning part where it's like um they show up and like 
Which is cool, because technically, guys, the scene that is shown at the end of Captain Marvel happens before Avengers Endgame. Right. Yeah. So that's why nobody's like, who's this bitch? They're like, oh, we already met her when she randomly showed up when the pager was going off. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they probably sent her to go find Tony. I was like, oh, that makes that sense That makes now. more sense, right? Yeah. Right? I read that, too. I was like, oh. Because at first, I was like, that scene's not in here. But I was like, or oh, it happened off screen. Like, and I was like, so Because he didn't just randomly pass by and saw a ship. And was like, oh, I'll help go. you guys Yeah, out. she was looking for him. Yeah. So that was cool, too. So... It's just one of those things where, I mean, she doesn't even do like her mohawk look. Maybe she doesn't do it I mean, anymore. I kind of liked her haircut at the end. That was good. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was more, con- it was more to the comic book. Yeah. True. Um, True. She so I saw so like, it did look cool with the flames going out. So it kind of looked mm-hmm. like a flame coming out of her head. What'd you but guys, I, but what? I did like okay. how she took out Thanos' ship. Like it showed her power. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Kind of reminiscent of the movie though. Yeah. I liked it better than the movie though. Yeah. It, it actually felt, maybe it's because it was an IMAX. I don't know, but it felt just We so saw both in IMAX, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay then yeah it was definitely better yeah but it was cool it was. how how but it once showed, again that's her it, in the 90s yeah, yeah she should now. be able to it, take out a capital ship it, it like showed that right? uh you know she still can have formidable foes because thanos out, outsmarted her by putting the stone in his hand right. that was fucking out. tight by the that way was i good. was like oh snap to what show was the like purple look, one again that's the power, that's power stone. stone. Oh, that's yeah. what it was like. Because he why. couldn't break her down just punching normally. No. Yeah. I was like, dude, she took that head, but like nothing. That was tight. Yeah. I like that. Like, she was just smiling, like, come in, bro. She's like, that's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I will say that was the cheesiest moment, though, when everybody's like, oh, the girls are going to help you. <laughs> I was like, really? I mean, I mean every yeah, single it one. Was, it was cool, though. No, but I it mean, was too on the nose for me. It was. It was I but... mean, like, Wasp showed up. Like, you don't even know these people. You've never met them. Dude, it, but it's, it's the first time in, like, a whole, like, superhero movie that's happened. That's why it's no, like, it, a it big was deal. a cool thing. And they got, the, their, they got, like, the really ham it up and, like, kick some ass. It was like, an yeah. accumulation of 10 years. And yeah. you know what? My freaking, my, my niece's eyes lit up, so it did it for me, okay? Okay. <laughs> It did. They were they were just like in awe on the screen, and I was like, there you I, go. I guess if it worked, it worked. Yeah, yeah. it worked. I think it did. So Black Widow, uh, definitely overshadowed by Tony's death. I think. Yeah. Some people may have left that theater forgetting Black Widow died. Dude, yeah. To tell you the truth. I, I'm gonna, you know, and I, I, I feel like I need to give it another watch. But though there was a lot of like fighting to, to leading up to her death, I feel like the actual moment of her death didn't spend enough time on it. Like it just kind of. It's kind of cool that like happened. Ronan wakes up and he's just like, yeah, just like what happened. Opposite to Thanos, of so. Thanos, not like going nuts though. He's just yeah. he goes nuts. He's like, yeah. fuck. And I, I like how they cop like cop chat like twice because yeah. at first like, oh damn. Oh wait, never mind. He's just, oh wait, she grabbed him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy shit, man. It's they were instead of fighting to live, they were fighting to die. It kind of bothered me at first because I was like, all right, just get onto it. Quit trying to psych us out, you know, and tell us which one's gonna die. But then uh, over there. Overthinking about it, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I yeah, guess. That's because I, mean. it's I didn't last, think I never thought that character she was gonna died, live. Though. I didn't think she was. Gonna, I didn't think she was gonna die though. Not at all. If you had told me like, do you think Black Widow died? I would have been like, no, she's got a movie coming up. True. And it made more sense that Hawkeye wanted to die because he had lost his family. And I thought that that was a kind of a good reason to move him on because he had just killed so many people. He lost he wouldn't be able to live with himself or some yeah. shit, right? Yeah. yeah, I was thinking the same thing too. But then I was like, but then they were telling me they got a show coming up, and I was like, I don't think he's gonna die. Maybe it's about five it, years in between. It shows. It shows this. Exactly. It shows that they did a great job at developing those two characters, despite not having their own movie yeah. and the probably the least amount of screen time compared to a lot of the other yeah. Avengers too. And you still didn't want like I was still like I don't want either of you to die. Like I want to know, but I also don't want either. Of were you, you kind of like why didn't Don Chino go with him? I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> 
because I, I was. Know, he just I was. That's fucked up. I know. Someone oh, was joking. What if it was uh, Ant Man and the Hulk that were there? It's like they don't. <laughs> what would they do? I'd have been like, well, someone's got to kill themselves. I guess. They're like, why didn't they bring Thor in a keg of beer? <laughs> and Thor throws the keg. Dude, right? Um, so I guess Vision's dead too. By the way, yeah, no, he's dead. like officially. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about that afterwards. Uh, so we already kind of touched Captain America going back. So that's pretty cool. I will about say about Captain America. Um, did you know? I mean, I knew it was going to happen immediately as soon as they I showed did, the yeah, last scene. The last yeah, I thought we got away Scott back. clean. I was like, wow, he might be up. Oh, never mind. <laughs> he got I his do, dance. I do like that. Um, they decided to go the Falcon route and have Falcon be uh Captain America, not the Bucky route instead of the Bucky route. Yeah, me too. I, I think it's just going to make it better. I will say... The tomorrow soldier? Well, that's my thing, though. He's the super soldier, and nobody else is. So everybody else... There's no more, like, Captain America's brute strength. You know, he's also, he's got a lot of confidence because of that. Everybody else is still just regular. Can Sam Wilson <laughs> you know? hold down a movie, Exactly. Though? Well, he, I think there's a reason will, why they're doing a series with that's, I think they're kind of testing the waters with it. Yeah, tell you see how it goes. Which leads, good production on it. Yeah, no, I I think they're all gonna have good production on him. He looks cool in the comics as Captain America. Yeah, he does. And was, I think the the run the first run with him is called the the Tomorrow Soldier, which I think is a pretty cool title. Which is cool, and I mean they'll they'll make it. I mean, if anything, I got pretty big confidence with Disney with Marvel at least. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Maybe Bucky takes it eventually. I just wonder I if like maybe Captain America, Chris Evans does a few things in there, and is like maybe the they the technically get Shield. I was thinking you know, that too, or like as a consultant, he comes on once in yeah. a while. They could, even easily. though he looked ancient as fuck. He looked but like he was like two he weeks still left. Got the super serum stuff. That's what, so and I'm like, I think they aged him up a little too much. I'm yeah, like, dude, I feel like he's, he's a super soldier. Truthfully, I don't think he should have been that age still. Yeah, yeah. he should have yeah. been like a little like in probably his, looked like he was in his fifties, maybe. At yeah, best. maybe. Yeah. But then it might have looked like shit if they did that. Yeah. Same. So, like thinking about the future of the MCU, though, are you guys like looking forward to it? Um, I don't know what to expect. So, for instance, let's go like. Show's coming up. Disney Plus is going to get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, obviously, maybe they're going to rename that. Yeah. It's just yeah. They're probably just showing the characters. Yeah, WandaVision, now. which is about Scarlet Witch and Vision. So, somehow, I mean, there's rumors it takes place in the 50s. Uh, there could be a way that Scarlet Witch brings them back. So, now For- that Hank Pym is alive and they have more Pym Particle, they could do lifetime travel Doesn't it adventures. look like Hank would be the one guy to be like, nigger, don't do that shit. Oh, he probably wouldn't <laughs> yeah, be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, God damn it. That's yeah. how we saved everyone, though, bro. And then Loki, of course, which could be the alternate, alternate Loki. But maybe that... But once again, we don't know if the effects of this actually made this all like the current line of stuff. Because right. it could be. Yeah. It left it very ambiguous that they could go either direction where they could do multiverses. Or they could say, no, Captain America affected the timeline in some way. And different things are going to happen. What if the Loki that died in Dark World really did die? And then this is the new Loki... That was from Avengers. No, and that's that crazy as fuck. Yeah, that would be a mind fuck, Citrus. but I like where you're going because I Citrus love mind down. fucks. <laughs> Sounds a but to answer your question, James, I it's it's sort of like a tug of war in my feelings where I would be satisfied if there were never any other MCU movies, though we know Spider-Man's coming, but for the Infinity Saga, if this was it and, and just there was restarted nothing else, now with yeah. like, uh, like Spider Man shit, yeah, like uh-huh. I would be satisfied with that. But at the same time, I do want more. I do want more too. Yeah, it's gonna be never ending with me. I'm just like, it's a just, drug. it's gonna be hard to replace <laughs> those characters because they were the first incarnations of of them. The first Iron Man, the first Captain America, first Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Honestly, 
All I'd yeah. want is uh, Thor and Guardians film. If they can have them both together yeah, in space. Which I want to talk about in a sec here. We'll talk about it in a sec. Just in a second. But I, I mean, please resign Chris Hemsworth. Disney. Yeah, please. Do it, do it now. Do it now. Fat Thor, Thor, so, uh, Fat Thor sold the man. Yeah. <laughs> he I mean, did it. He's got, I mean, they really leaned into that. So, Thor current right shows, though, we got we got Runaways come back for season three. Cloak and Daggers is currently going. We don't know if it's getting another season. Agent of the Shield got two more seasons. And then Jessica really? Jones. Wait, Agent of the Shield has two more seasons? Yeah, you like them apples. What the hell? Highest rated show, 90%. Didn't you say it was baby. ending, though? Yeah, no. I thought they ended. Nope. It's got two more. The guy just got renewed again. Jeez. ABC's like, mm, is Shield Disney. still a thing? Yes, we don't even dude. really know what it is right now. I mean, if you watch the show, we could talk about it one day, guys. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. I don't know if God I can make it. that commitment. Yeah, I'm like mm. Ghost Rider, yeah. guys. Mm. Fucking Ghost Rider. Charrier in that bitch all the time. He's got that car, bro. Uh, Jessica Jones' is final, final season. season. I mean, I think it's coming out this year. I don't know what the fuck Netflix is waiting. One final blow off, I guess. Probably. I don't know. I don't. None of these are going to take place. Probably. Before these are all taking place. Oh, they've before. got to be before. I mean, unless I'm watching the last episode of Cloak and Dagger and everybody disappears at the end. That blows well, except my mind. for Agents of Shield. That might be after. Agents of Shield yeah. is probably gonna be after because yeah. they already had an event kind of talked about it a little bit. And they went to I mean, they've always had alternate timelines there too, just to let you know. So um so some understand. upcoming ones. Spider Man Far From Home is coming out six weeks. July, right? Yeah. Damn, that's kinda yeah. soon. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy considering that Homecoming was our very first official episode. Yeah. yeah. So look at that, guys. That's the actual final Phase 3 film, according to Kevin Feige himself. Wait. So, Which is so weird that Spider-Man be the last one. I think it's... They said the same thing for Phase 2, where Ant-Man was the final one. Right? Yeah. I yeah. was like, I guess. Couldn't this have just come before? But, but this will have more impact because Peter Parker is like probably really affected. I this. think he's just going to be slightly affected, and then they're going to be like, and here's the adventure. I got to go around the world. Because I was telling Marco, it would be really annoying if this thing was in every single fucking film. Like, I get it. It's a big deal. But like they can address it, but don't make it the center of the film. No, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be the center. I yeah. think it's just like the first 10, 15 minutes. He's probably gonna be like, you or know, someone what makes a fuck? joke about it, like, "Well, yeah. we've been gone for five years. Who would know?" You know? Like, yeah. Like or Flash like, will say some shit about it, right? I mean, they'll they'll go about it, and then like you said, James, some event will happen that'll like snap him out of it, and they'll be like, "Oh shit, I gotta you know He's suit like, up and just fight put my fucking, big boy pants on." Fucking Mysterio, bro. Yeah. But it is for him, like. It, he was in a big fight, and then if nothing. anything, it's going to be seeing Tony die in front of him. Yeah, it's that's gonna what's really going to impact him. He won't really. Feel Which the fight I mean, should we have guessed it? Because no, I mean, all the trailers only showed uh, Happy Hogan giving him the check, and not. I mean, yeah, not not Tony. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and the name of the uh, the Tony the Stark Foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's some dates given. These are these dates are official. These titles are where GameSpot, so an article I read. From GameSpot.com. Fit in the titles for what they have said. Because a couple of these are uh, actually confirmed. Some of them are not. Like, for instance, the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that is a confirmed date for May 6, 2022. So far. So, for instance, they think the May 1st, 2020 movie is going to be Black Widow, which is a pretty good guess because that is already... I mean, people have already been blabbing about them being in the movie. Oh, really? Including David Harbour already (laughs) talking about the movie. He probably already knew Hellboy was going to tank, and he's just like, yep, I'm in this shit. (laughs) Apparently, they already might be filming this movie, so that's another rumor mill for everybody to think about. Uh, July 31st, 2020 is probably going to be the Black Panther 2 film, Mm -hmm. which, uh, once again, they're going to be bringing back Ryan Coogler for that one. Nice. The White Tiger. 
I don't know who's going to fight this one. I'm not too well versed in Black Panther's villains, so I don't know. Hey, but he's definitely probably going to have bigger roles this time, too. Yeah. And hopefully they uh, use the guy that did the Doctor Strange CG and not their original CG guy. Yeah, that's CG yeah. guy. Please, for the love of God. It's so weird. You go from that to that. I'm like, what happened here? Yeah. Doctor Strange like blows my mind. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, he just did Super fucking. Psychedelic. Yeah, and then I know Black Panther. Sorry, we struggled. I mean, you know they didn't think it was going to be that big. Ah, they should have. That was cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the November 6, 2020 film might be Shang-Chi, which uh, apparently they already found a director for. I don't know what Shang-Chi is. He is yeah. a martial artist. Look that one up. They're going to use an actual Asian-American or Amer- uh, Asian character for it as well. Oh, cool. So that That's might be cool. That's one I haven't heard of. Hmm. Uh, that one's gaining some steam. I mean, look at this name is unknown to you now, Nabil, but I guarantee in, what is it? What year is it? 2018 or 2019? 2019. You can in tell one year. 30's hitting me hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Sometimes I forget what year it is. I guarantee you by next year, you'll know who this guy is. That's how Disney can just flip this shit on us. Man. Yeah, dude. Like, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knew who the fuck true. they were. No one could have told you who fucking Drax the Destroyer was. And now he's like a household name. Yep. <laughs> to a point. Uh, 2021 is the weird one for February 12th. Uh, it can either be like an Ant-Man in the Wasp sequel. There's been the Nova movie that's supposed to be um, Which rumored. Be cool. They should do that. Uh, I think they almost have a little bit too much space shit going on, though, right now. I could see them doing the, the Blade remake's been talked about for years at this yeah, point. Yeah, but... I, I can't see them doing it, though. Yeah, I, I mean, they might be able to, uh, but this could be a perfect time to do Fantastic Four. I'd say, if any time, now's the time to do Fantastic Four. Because... I think we've talked about it before. Is, is there of, an echo here? Out of all kidding. the, um, out of all the Marvel properties they took from Fox, Fantastic Four would probably be the easiest one to bring in first. Yep. Yeah. Before the, I mean, everybody wants probably and, the X Men. And we've talked it. about it quite a bit about like a good, the good next kind of super villain. You know, oh, Doctor like Doom, Doom would be Doom fantastic. Would be just yeah, perfect. they have a slew of villains, Doctor Doom, or they could do Galactus. Yeah, I think Doctor Doom, a more grounded villain, would yeah. be a cool turn. Very true. Not somebody like cosmic, like Galactus is fucking insane. Planet yeah, right? yeah. He almost reminds me of the Doctor Strange bad guy, um, Mordo or Mordo. Yeah. So that's why it might be too yeah, early yeah. to do Galactus. That's what I was thinking too, but I could see him eventually. But Doctor Doom is supposed to be one of like the ultimate bad guys. Yeah. And that'd be awesome. They could actually cast like a person. So yeah, that makes sense. That'd be cool. And it'd yeah. be like a formidable dude and he shows up in these movies or everything's involved. Because he's supposed to be like a villain that he's all over the world doing yeah. bad shit, basically. Yeah. So that'd be really cool. Uh, May 7, 2021, they said probably Doctor Strange 2. So yeah. they're working on the uh, original director and writer coming back for that one as well. So I'm looking forward to that. They've already which, set up his bad guy in the last one. Yeah. Which I think is really good, though, because... You know, after watching the original Doctor Strange, did he Strange, get dusted? Cool. He or I'm sorry, decimated? <laughs> it's he dusted, did. I think. I don't know. No, it's, it's a, the it's actual name's the the decimation. But so. I think, like, from watching him in Infinity War, I actually liked him even more. You know, like he. Was oh, cool you before. see how powerful he is yeah. too now. It's like yeah. Damn, so I definitely like... think like it'd be it's going to be a good film for him. I'll probably do better too. Yeah. Yeah. November fifth, twenty twenty one is probably going to be the Eternals. Which they already have casting rumors yeah, for that one. I, I think that. Angelina Jolie is supposed to be in that movie. Of course she's 30. God. Yeah, so they're already working it out. That's going to be the one where I, a lot of people are like, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, February 18th, 2022 is probably going to be the Miss Marvel film, which they wanted to do after Captain Marvel, so people don't get confused with it. But I can see them moving that one out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Because Miss Marvel is a uh, Latina character, so that'd be kind of cool. Nice. Uh, May 6, 2022. This is an actual date. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be out. Uh, do you guys think Thor's going to be in it? If they yeah. can somehow sign Chris Hemsworth to do another movie? I think they'll sign him. 
he should be in it. Sign up for like. I think he likes doing the films now too. He wants to do more. I think he's become a better actor too. Yeah. He's I, more comfortable now that, with the character, too. Yeah, he's more comfortable with the character, and they actually made it more fun. Uh, and then, finally, July 29, 2022, is probably going to be Captain Marvel 2. Mm-hmm. So that's one. I mean, they're definitely going to do a sequel to that. Is The basic premise of this all is, like, we have Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, the Guardian still... I mean, we'll have familiar faces, but there's plenty of new ones coming out, too. And yeah. So, I mean, like, the bigger question is, we know that it's still going to be... Uh, like a united universe, a shared universe, if you will. Are there are these characters? Are they going to make a new Avengers with these characters? Do you think is there yeah, going to be yeah. something leading up another so. new big bad? Yeah, what is I think it so. Be? I'm sure it'll be called the new Avengers. Because Kevin Feige said this was the end of the Infinity Saga. Yeah, yeah. and it'll now be it's the beginning series. of a new thing. So there's got to be a new looming threat. I'm assuming. Yeah, right? either the new Avengers or the next Avengers, one of the other. So yeah. I mean, it's going to be like the Latvia instant. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what. <laughs> Big threat there is. Victor Dunn. Uh, they just Wars? kept the Fox one. They're like, that is canon. It might be like Secret Wars or something. That's a big deal. I've always thought they would do Secret War, especially now that they've introduced the scrolls. Yeah. So I could see that. But to do that properly, they'd have to get a little bit more of a Spider-Man with Norman Osborn. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, eventually you'll probably be mentioned in Spider- I'm assuming Green Goblin will show up in one of these I movies, right? I, I think. I know he's been overplayed, but he's maybe they can do villains. it right if they do it by the third one or something. Like, there, there's... So many directions they can go right now. Yeah. And now that they've it's pulled exciting. off well now that they've pulled off this, they know they can they can do whatever they want right now as long as they put like the love and effort that they've put into these movies. Yeah. It'll be fine. And truthfully, I think they I think they will do that. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm just sort of it's just it's too it's like soon from yeah. seeing Endgame. Yeah, yeah. you're like cheating. To these you're cheating friends. on your faves. Yeah, but it's also like you have to look forward to the future because this is a great time to be fans of comic book movies because this yes. is they would have never done this shit 2015 just went ago. through just went through a breakup not ready to date right now you but know, you're ready so. to see some crazy shit sometimes yeah exactly bro. yeah so. uh one thing i want to bring up too i forgot to bring this up i don't that, that did Thor? anybody watch agent carter at all i saw the, TV the first show? season no i want i want to i didn't see the second season so want big thing in and you've never seen any of them no oh no. shit okay big thing in endgame was finally guys finally a Marvel Cinematic Movie has brought a character from the TV show onto the the movies. I read about this, yeah. yeah. I knew it immediately. I didn't know who the character yeah. was, but I so heard about Jarvis, it. So Jarvis, played by James Darcy, oh, yeah. is in Endgame, in the flashback sequence. Yeah. And he is in both seasons of Agent Carter. Yeah. Season one and two. Was he not in Captain America? No. No. Oh. So it was crazy. When I saw that, I said, "Fine." I even the, told the Zed, AI Jarvis is modeled after the yeah after the Jarvis. him. Yes, yeah. there's a reasoning why. Of course, if you finish season two, you f- figure it out. But it's a nice little callback because they never fucking tie in those movies. Tie in any so of the shows. True. I think it was easier with Agent Carter though, because that was stemmed from the Captain America movie. Yeah, That's probably. Why I mean, this it. is also twenty years after Agent Carter season two, so yeah, it's nice yeah. to see that he's still alive. Because uh, it's 1970 when they go so back. The yeah. 70s was rough year, guys. It looked you like know. it. They didn't and like the beatniks. No, apparently not, right? So <laughs> it was cool seeing him. It was like, damn, finally, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's also a small scene, but I was like... No, it was good. There um, he is. R- real quick, though. What did you guys think about the Stan Lee cameo? It was nice. It was okay. Yeah, it was... It was, it was really not his cool. best. No, yeah, but it was still cool to kind of see him, you know... You're going to see him even in Spider-Man, apparently. Months <laughs> after passing away and stuff. Because yeah. we know the yeah. first time we see him after he passed away, it was Captain Marvel, and then we see him again. Uh, any closing thoughts, guys? Nice little discussion. I'm I'm glad they didn't nerf 
Fat Thor all the way. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to come back to this because Nabil mentioned him. Like, I need to. Because, I mean, I, you know, it's like, oh, okay, so they nerfed Thor because he was super OP in Infinity War. But no, it was PTS, just... Yes, bro. He just had to get God, over... It doesn't matter yeah, what he, he looks like. He just had to get over his hump. You know? That's it. He was beasting it with both of them. Mm-hmm. That was tight. Double He's wielding. such a good character. He's become such a good character. Yes. I think in the first Avengers, he was one of the characters probably least liked outside of maybe yeah, like Yeah, because he just was about full of himself. The second one, he gets a little better. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. both still have really cringeworthy lines yeah, when he's yeah. telling his dad. You are a fool. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the first one. I mean, the second one has a Dude, little, first the one dialogue is, is a little bit better. But I, I would like to bad. refer to Thor 1 as uh, dyed eyebrows Thor because yeah. his eyebrows were dyed blonde in that one. Not his yeah. choice. After that, done. Yeah, that was Kenneth Branagh was mm-hmm. big on that. He's like, you have to have the blonde fucking eyebrows. <laughs> no, I have it as a ginger. DC would have just CG'd it on. I just want, yeah, I just want to bring that up just because I thought it was pretty cool. Was but pretty uh, overall, this was, like I said, an incredible experience. It's been great. A fun ride in the last decade of these movies yeah. to come to a, a very satisfying book end that is Endgame. Fantastic movie, though, guys. Was this great. was yeah. a great movie. I have nothing. I mean, this is damn near a perfect Marvel film to me, especially yeah. after 21 films leading up to it. This is a movie that I will. It's one of those really special events, and uh, it's going to be hard to duplicate it. But I have. Um, I'm pretty positive for the future, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Just like like in life, sometimes you hit those work hurdles, you big life events, but you always gotta look forward to it and look beyond because it's only gonna get bigger and better. I think so. Exactly. Hopefully, they can live up to that. And if not, you know. and have those characters have been introduced already, and we like them. So that's what I mean that, too. Yeah. It's Either not way. like we've had a, a super negative. There's no. I don't think there's a single Marvel hero, at least villains, plenty of them, that we were like. <laughs> I mean. They've been notoriously bad early on. Too. I mean, people have made fun of Hawkeye, but Hawkeye. Yeah, is but still is there bad. a but, character no. that you can say like I fucking hate that guy? I don't think there is. No, I but mean, truthfully, if you watch all the movies different. from start to finish, you get a better appreciation for Hawkeye. I wasn't a big fan of his. So, so yeah, uh, yeah, his payoff was pretty good. So it's nice to see. And he, I mean, out of anyone too, he definitely kicked a lot of ass in this movie too. Oh, definitely. All right, guys. So that is our review of Avengers Endgame. Kind of more of a discussion, but that was fun. Uh, Marco, let them know how they can uh, reach us here. Check us out on our social media on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at MoviePalsPod. Uh, comment on us if you will. Let us know your thoughts of the movie, of the MCU. Try to keep it non spoilery, though, I would yes, say. Yes, please. Just, you know, say, you know, awesome or not. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Go see it, not see it. Hashtag endgame. We really appreciate all the feedback that we get, all the comments that we get, and the suggestions as well. Uh, Once the topics of the weeks come back, we will be using some of the ones that you guys have suggested to us. We haven't forgotten about you. And thank you so much for listening to us, guys. guys. We really appreciate it. All right. Tune in next, guys, to podcast number 48, where we will be reviewing the new film Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Until then, this is James and Marco and Nabil. Have a good one.